Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The Money Show Inflation Special. Chris Giles, the FT's economics editor, delves into what's driving prices up. Should you inflation-proof your investments, and if so, how, and why we're all feeling the pinch, but some are feeling it more than others. Welcome to The Money Show, the FT's weekly podcast on personal finance and investing. I'm Lucy Warwick-Ching, FT Money's digital and communities editor, and I'll be giving you this week's money news in downloadable form. Inflation hit 2.9% last month, the highest it has been in almost four years. The worry for consumers is that this is just the beginning of an upward trend. But while it's far too early to know if inflation will reach the dizzying heights of the 1970s when it rose to 25%, it does seem as though the only way is up. Joining me in the FT studio to explain what's happening is Chris Giles, the FT's economics editor. Welcome, Chris. Can you start by telling listeners what inflation is and why it's rising? Well, very simply, inflation is the measure of overall prices in the economy. So it tells you whether the price levels are basically going up and how fast they're going up. So it is 2.9%. So prices are 2.9% higher this year in May than they were last year in May on average. And it's rising mostly because sterling has fallen after the EU referendum by about 10%, and a weaker currency makes your imports more expensive. And so it's those sorts of things. It was food, fuel, toys, particularly this month, those sorts of things we import a lot of, which have been getting more expensive quite quickly. And so why is this bad for individuals? It's very simple. Wages haven't been rising as fast as prices, so people are becoming poorer. So wages are rising at about a rate of 1.7% when you strip out bonuses at the moment, and prices... Uh, 2.9%. So prices are sort of rising almost twice as fast as wages. People are being squeezed. Their finances are going to get more difficult. And that means they can't afford as much in the shops or when they want to have recreation in for leisure time. And where do you think inflation will go from here? It's pretty clear that inflation is still rising and will go up. I don't think we're going to go into the 1970s sort of double-digit inflation rates. But most people think because it takes quite a while for people to pass on the increased costs of a lower pound 
to consumers, there's still quite a lot of that process to go through. So it's probably going to rise above 3%, probably stay in that 3 to 4% range for quite some time and be above the 2% target the Bank of England is mandated to try and keep inflation down to for the next two to three years. We generally think a currency shift takes about up to three years to pass through fully into the prices level. So there will be a prolonged squeeze on household incomes. Thanks very much there to Chris Giles. Check out FT Money this weekend to read our main feature, 10 Ways to Protect Yourself Against Rising Inflation, on sale as part of the main FT Weekend newspaper on Saturday or read online from Friday on ft.com forward slash money. Warren Buffett, one of the world's most successful investors, says inflation is a very real threat to people's savings and that equities are best placed to deliver inflation-busting returns. Sue Nofka, UK equity fund manager at Schroeder's, joins us in the studio to tell us how to inflation-proof our portfolios. Welcome, Sue. So what does rising inflation mean for investors? Well, it really means that you're purchasing power of the income or the, of your capital is impacted in real terms. So your spending power can get squeezed very much in the same way as Chris talked about. The, the rising prices over time mean that you have to have returns that can keep pace or actually go ahead of that rising inflation in order to, to increase your return on investment. And so what should we as investors be doing to perhaps inflation-proof our portfolios? Well, it's a different mix of assets that you might need in a higher or rising inflation environment compared to a low or disinflationary environment, which is where we've been for the last few years. So what it definitely means is that you want to be exposed to real assets, those are more physical assets, and that might be real estate, it might be oil and commodities and gold, but it can also include equities, as Warren Buffett has said. Within fixed income or bonds, you want to be less exposed to traditional government and corporate debt and more exposed to inflation-proofed bonds. So those might be Treasury Income Protection Securities tips or index-linked gilts here in the UK. And what shouldn't people hold in their portfolios? Um, I've heard retail stocks don't do that well in a high inflationary environment. Why is that? Well, we talked about bonds. They're, they're not great because they have fixed coupons and fixed redemptions as well. So however long you're holding your bond, say for five years, you're going to miss out on the inflation proofing. The same would be true for cash because most of the savings rates are not sufficient to, to counter um, inflation, um, especially when you, you've got tax taken away as well. Now, in terms of, of equities, um, you want to be more exposed to some of those more cyclical areas, areas with pricing power. And I would guess that retail has not really got pricing power. They're having to, to import goods typically from abroad more expensively because of sterling's devaluation last year. And consumers are not best placed to be able to actually afford those price rises. So that's why retail is particularly squeezed at the moment. Thanks very much there to Schroeder Sunovka. You can read more about where to invest your money in the FT Weekend newspaper or online now at ft.com forward slash money. Finally, rising prices look set to squeeze incomes and put pressure on the pound, so budgeting and belt tightening will be the theme of the summer. But new research shows that not everybody's experience of inflation will be the same. 
Joining me down the line is Aviva's Head of Savings and Retirement, Alistair McQueen. Welcome. So, Alistair, does inflation affect everybody in the same way? Good question. The short answer, I would say, is no. Every month, inflation hits the headlines. The Office for National Statistics will put out its headline inflation figure, currently 2.9%, and that will be blasted all over the media. But this is a national indication only. And I think for individuals, it helps for us just for a second to lift the lid on how that number is actually calculated to show that it is actually just an indication. So let's just look at two things. One is the basket of goods, and the second is what we call family spending. First of all, the basket of goods. What the Office for National Statistics will do is that it lists about 700 goods and services across the UK, grouped into things like food and drink, clothing, hotels, etc. And then every month, it's a big exercise. It goes out and gathers prices for 180,000 of those items, 700 items, 180,000 prices for those 700 items across 140 locations. And it will use that weighted average to then come up with its indicative price rise, indicative inflation figure. So it's indicative only, but none of us are going to go out there and buy those 700 items at those 140 locations. But our own individual inflation experience will be quite different from the one that the Office for National Statistics publishes. And to bring that to life, let's just take two extreme examples based on the most recent data. If I went out last month and all I bought was soft drinks, the only thing I spent money on was soft drinks, I would have experienced last month an inflation figure of about minus 3%. The price of soft drinks last month fell by about 3%. However, if I'd gone out and all I'd spent my money on was fish, I would have experienced an inflation figure of about plus 10%. The price of fish last month went up by about 10%. So our own individual inflation figure is influenced by what we spend. So that's the basket of goods. The second thing I would pilot is what's called the ONS, Office for National Statistics Family Spending Report. And every year they look at how spending patterns differ by ages. And what they're able to show is that people who are under the age of 30 have a different shopping habit to people maybe in retirement. For example, we know that those under the age of 30 spend more of their money on education than the rest of society. Those in retirement spend more of their money on food than the rest of society. So using that data, we can actually get an indication as to how prices are moving for different ages in society. And we can see that it's quite different depending on where you are, who you are and the age you are. So your data shows that pensioners are being hit the hardest this time. So why is this? Low inflation has been the trend for much of the recent time. The Bank of England has a target. They've got a target of managing the UK's inflation. Their target to try and hit a figure of about 2%. Now, that headline figure dropped below 2% in December 2013, and it's only just recently picked up again above that 2% in February of this year. And during much of that period of low inflation, it was actually the under-30s who are experiencing above average level of inflation. Under 30s were typically spending more of their income on housing and education, things like restaurants. And those were areas where prices were rising faster than elsewhere. So the under 30s had a double whammy. They were spending more of their money in areas where prices were rising. And to put that into context, our data says that from about February 2011, there was a run of 70 consecutive months with under 30s were experiencing inflation above the headline average. Meanwhile, the over 60s, those in retirement, were spending more of their money on areas such as food and recreation and transport, where prices were falling or less than the average. So they were benefiting, they were spending more of their money in areas where prices were falling. 
But in the past 12 months, things have been changing. 12 months ago, experiencing inflation of about zero because we're spending more of their money on places like food and, and transport where inflation was incredibly low. Over the past 12 months, driven primarily by two things, the fall in the value of the pound, driving up prices, and the rise of the price of oil, in places where the people in retirement have been spending more of their money, for example, in food and in transport, as I've said, the inflationary pressures of people in retirement has been rising and rising and rising. So the people in retirement very much used to low inflation, lower than average inflation. That's changing, and it might actually be above average inflation in, in, in the months to come. And so can pensioners protect themselves against this rising inflation? The, the one challenge that pensioners face is they traditionally have a fixed income. They're no longer, by definition, in employment. So at times of rising prices, they don't have the option of maybe switching jobs to provide a higher income, nor will they have the appetite of moving house to release some money. So they have the challenge of having a fixed income. There are, however, ways in which that population can manage the financial pressures. I think two headline ones would be shopping around. Shopping around for your weekly shop, prices will be different in different places. So try and make your money go as far as it possibly can. And secondly, with any savings that you've got, do shop around for different savings rates. Different banks and different various savings vehicles will offer different saving rates. You're not stuck where you are. When it comes to actual pension income and retirement, there are two key sources that people will have. One is the state pension, which is for many people their foundation income in retirement. And the benefit with the, the state pension is that it is guaranteed to rise at least in line with wages or prices. There's been much political talk about this thing called the triple lock. Now, that was going to make sure that the state pension rises either in line with prices, wages, or 2.5%, the highest of those three. That's still up in the air, the future of that triple lock. But people with a state pension should have confidence that it will rise in line with prices. The second pension income would be a private pension income that people may have. Now, people, when they're doing that, there are various options that they can use to manage their money in retirement. And one is an annuity, and you have an option of investing in an annuity that does keep pace with inflation. Now, most people traditionally have not gone down that route because the product does cost a little bit more than other types of annuities. But if you are really concerned about rising inflation when you're in retirement and you want to buy this product called an annuity, you have the option of buying one that keeps pace with inflation. So there are options out there. Thanks very much to Alison McQueen of Aviva. You can read the full story online now at ft.com forward slash money. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. 
Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.